Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. But did you know that you can join Ask the Tarot live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom? That's right, live. All you have to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app and sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. You can also click on the link in our series or episode descriptions. Then follow Ask the Tarot and tune in every Thursday at 8 p.m. to hear what the deck has to say. Hey, I will even read your questions live. Why miss out on that? Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Ask the Tarot live every Thursday. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, everybody. It's Michelle T. Thank you for coming to another session of Ask the Tarot on Spotify Greenroom. I'm so psyched. Like I always am. I love this. Um, so in case you're tuning in for the first time, uh, this is a tarot room. I'm a tarot reader. I wrote a book called Modern Tarot. And if you have questions about life that you think the tarot can help with, raise your hand and hopefully I'll call on you and I can pick cards for you. Um, I also encourage folks to send questions to me on my Instagram. So that is at, um, at Michelle Tease, T-E-A-Z. That's where you can find me. You can send me a question there. And um, live, you know, every Wednesday night, I go back and forth between folks here in the room and folks who sent me questions. But, you know, speaking of tarot and Instagram, I have an alert for everyone. And it's sort of a big deal. And maybe you even want to tell your friends about it. Um, there is a huge scam that is going on with um, tarot readers, witches, spiritual providers, you know, Reiki healers, people who do energy work and do divination. All those folks, folks like me who are on Instagram, um, they're, they're, you might have seen this happen yourself. There's a bunch of scammers like in various countries, right? It's not one scammer in one country. It's lots of scammers in lots of countries. And what they're doing is they're creating fake profiles. So there's one of me that's out right now, right? And it's Michelle T's with two Z's and they copy everything. Um, you know, all of my links, all my photos, so creepy, like photos of my kids, awful. And they're doing this. Like I said, I'm not the only one they're doing this to. They're doing to a lot of people, right? Jasmine, your friend got scammed out of $65. Exactly. So what they do is they reach out to you, you know, so they'll reach, they'll send you a direct message. And you'll think it's me, even though they're going to be using language I would never use. <laughs> they say things like, hello, beloved spirit, or hello, beloved brother and sister. Hello, family. Spirit asked me to speak with you. I have a message for you. Would you like a message? Or sometimes they're just like, do you want a reading? I feel called to give you a reading. And like, that makes people feel special, right? Amiya, yes. I'm sorry if I ruined your name. But yeah, spirituality is such a vulnerable concept. And Almost everyone has something going on at any moment, right? Um, that they could use some guidance on. And it must feel virtually minded. It must feel like, oh, the universe just, you know, kind of struck me, made this person reach out to me. Yes, I do want a reading. Here's my $65. Um, so, you know, please watch out for that. Let me tell you, let me promise you, no real tarot reader or real 
I don't know, spiritual practitioner um, will ever message you asking you if you want a reading. Okay. That just doesn't happen. Um, that is, I've talked to a lot of these folks that are getting scammed, um, you know, to the actual tarot readers, the real ones. I'm friends with a bunch of them. And they all say again and again, I would never email somebody saying, hey, do you want a reading? People always have to email you, right? So I just want you guys to be aware of that because I know you're all interested in tarot because here you are. And I know that, you know, if you are going to be messaging me on Instagram to send me questions, you might follow me. And I think what happens is that when you when you are a new follower of a tarot person or a witch on Instagram, that is when you are most likely to suddenly, you know, get scammed. They, they're looking at seeing who the new followers are. So, um, so keep your, keep your eyes peeled, be, be street smart. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just wanted to let you guys know that and spread the word, you know, tell your friends because it's really, there's, we're going to do a whole episode on it, on your magic. So I'm not going to get too deep into it here, but you know, it's hard. It's been hard for folks, um, hard for the practitioners and hard for the people who are losing, you know, their $65. Okay. So enough said, let me see who's got their hands up, who would like to ask the tarot a question. AA, you are up. Hi, I'm so excited to be speaking with you. I love your show and your work. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. I wanted to ask you about um, basically how I approach my creative work and sharing it um, with people that would like to connect with it. I feel like I have a lot of impulses to be pretty um, protective about sharing my ideas and things. And so I'm basically trying to figure out what the best channels would be to share my work. Like, just as you were talking about sort of scams on Instagram, that platform feels really, for lack of better words, kind of like hostile. Uh, um, yeah. Or like, I don't know, kind of like the floodgates can open to just any type of energy. Um, and I'm thinking about trying a mailing list, but basically I feel called to begin to share my creative work more, but I'm curious about the best way to go about it or if staying, keeping things a little bit closer to my chest is the best option for now, um, alternatively. Okay. Well, the first thing I want to ask you, because I can pull, you know, cards saying, what does it look like for you to just, you know, take the chance and put yourself out there versus what does it look like for you to like keep it private? the way that you have been doing. But I'm curious, are there any particular um, like paths or things, you know, that you're thinking of doing? Yeah. So I guess I could engage social media more. That's one thing, specifically okay. Instagram. Um, okay. The other is a mailing list. And then the way that I've done it for a long time has just been building community in real life um, mm -hmm. in the flesh. So I guess those are, are three options. I feel like the private, being totally private isn't a, a real option for me. So. I mean, probably not, right? Um, and, you know, okay, I'm shuffling. I'm picking three cards right now for engaging more actively on social media. And now I'm shuffling about your doing the mailing. Is that right? Yeah, like a, a mail, an email list. An email list. Okay, cool. I, I mean, I feel you. I understand your hostility. I'm, I mean, your hostility, your, your fear of hostility, because that is yeah. definitely real, right? But it's also real that like as creative people, we can't control what we put out into like the response of the world um, to what we put out. So it's so it's so, you know, tricky to figure out what's the best way to keep yourself sort of emotionally protected and not. Um, yeah, hold on a second. Um, OK, and your last one is to kind of keep engaging, you know, with like in a community level. 
Yeah, like I guess more person to person. I just invest a lot of time in relationship building. And I'm wondering if just maintaining that is enough. Okay, that is great. But you are on Instagram right now, yes? Yes, I am. Do you want to share your Instagram with this like amazing community of like listeners who would probably love to follow you? If you don't want to chat, (laughs) you'll put it in the chat. Maybe I will in the chat or once the cards come up. Right. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I just flipped the three cards for, um, for expanding on social media and it actually looks really pretty. It looks really nice. The first card working with the top deck, it's the four of swords, which is called truce. And so that's you just making like a truce. It's like a compromise, right? I mean, truce comes after some sort of conflict, even if it's an inner conflict. Right. Um, but it's sort of making a sort of peace about it and being like, okay, you know, this is sort of, what I need to do, this is, you know, possibly the biggest tool that's available to me right now. And maybe I need to try and see, you know, if, if my fears are founded or not, you can always, you know, you can always cut it off if you don't want to do it, if it, if it ended up feeling too uncomfortable. Um, but it looks like making a truce leads to the peace card. It's the two of swords, which is beautiful. It's moon and Ver- moon and Libra. And then that leads you to the six of cups, pleasure, sun and Scorpio. So I really love that, tr- that like, that whole um, chronology of cards, right? Starting with the truce card being like, this isn't perfect. I don't feel 100% about it, but I'm going to do it. And it's the swords card, right? So that's where our fears lay. That's where like, you know, our um, aversion, our aversion to, you know, social media is is often very mental. It can be an emotional thing too, of course, but it's often like our thoughts, right? And this is how we communicate um, through social media. It is a swords ruled uh, area. So, you know, coming out of the truce into the peace of mind, like, okay, this isn't that bad. This isn't that scary. And then the pleasure card, like, yes, this is like fulfilling. It's fulfilling, um, you know, it's giving you what you want, what you hoped it would. Um, now let's look about, let's look at your doing a, 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 a mailing. The mailing looks good, but it doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily going to bring you new people, right? It doesn't necessarily... Yeah. That's what it looks like because it, it still looks good though. Um, you know, it might be, I think it might be a way to keep those people that you are bringing in through different means. Your first card is the Prince of Wands. Um, and, you know, he's the Leo of the Leos, right? So fun, playful, artistic, creative, sexy, mm-hmm. romantic, high energy. Like if this can be a creative thing for you, I think that like that might be really cool. You know what I mean? Like if it yeah, that that's really good to hear because I've been thinking about using it in a creative or playful way. So that's a first. Yes, that is how to do it. And then the next one is the Queen of Wands. So again, just like more energy, big strong energy. You know, able to do this undertaking. It is a little bit of an undertaking, but you can do it. Um, and just like allowing yourself to be very like honest and vulnerable, like the queen of wands, she's so strong, but she's like strong in her vulnerability, right? She's, mm-hmm. she's a queen with a backstory. She's been through it. She doesn't hide that part of her history. It informs who she is and, and it's part of why we love her. So, you know, like letting her be a role model sort of for this. And then you get the hermit, which is really interesting. So, um, yeah. you know, I'm like, well, what does that mean? I feel like you are going to probably learn as you do it. You'll probably be tweaking it and tinkering with it to figure out exactly like what what works, what's comfortable, what is the most um, accurate representation of you and your work. Because when I think of the hermit and think of that like Virgo purity thing, I always think it's purity of our essence. You know, what mm-hmm. we want, who we are outside of the influences of the world that's always, you know, crashing down on us. 
So, um, but there's also something about how the hermit is alone, right? So in yeah. that, yeah, in that way, I feel like it's a bit of a message also that like, this isn't necessarily a way to grow your, you know, your base, your audience, whatever you want to call them, your, your clients, mm-hmm. your community. It's more like to feed and entertain them once you get them. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. And now, oh, this like this, you know, word of mouth community relationship building that you're doing is beautiful. Um, it does look like, is there a way you can tweak it a little bit? Is there mm. a way to amp it up a little bit? Because the very first card is the change card, right? It's oh, Jupiter. interesting. I know, right? It's Jupiter in um, in uh, Capricorn. So, you know, it's... That makes a lot of sense because I feel like just because of COVID as well, and I've also moved a lot, I felt like, okay, there's like almost as though change has been forced in the way that I structure this. So that's so interesting because even though it's a positive change, there's a friction with this card because Capricorn doesn't want to change. So yes. it is, yeah, it's often a change. I'm also in Capricorn, which is funny. Oh, you are. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Okay. Great. Great. Oh my God. It's listen, I got to tell you, it's so Capricorn of you to be like super suspicious of putting yourself <laughs> out there on social media because Capricorns are so aware of the worst case scenarios all the yes, time. Yes. You know? Um, so, so I feel that for you. That's really real for you. Um, but it looks like it could really just be a fear. And the change card could also be that like you do end up having a stronger, you know, social media presence and that, that changes your, your, you know, real life, you know, your IRL relationships um, mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, but it doesn't look like in a bad way. The next card you have is the Knight of Cups, which is a beautiful cancer, loving, nurturing, let me be of service to you. I love you card. And then right after that is the two is the two of cups, love. So the the relationships that you're building in your community, like the love is real. Like that feeling of being of service to your community is real. It's beautiful. Um, any changes that you've been forced to implement or inspired to implement don't, they look good. Even if there's a little hesitation, they look really good because, you know, it's followed by that night and, and the love card. And again, um, you know, putting yourself on, on social media, I dare you to try it. It looks so good. And if for some reason, you know, something goes wrong and you feel like it's too much, you can always press pause. You know, you're the, you're the master of your destiny. You don't have, you know, you don't have to say yes to something forever. You can always make a change, but it looks worth it to sort of like make this compromise for yourself. Um, this yeah, It's almost seeming like all three are good to do. Yes. It's not almost, it is. <laughs> it is seeming like all three are good. It looks like to grow your business. Yes. Put yourself out on social media for sure. Um, to then like, you know, inter interact with your, with your people and express yourself creatively, do that newsletter, and then keep giving the love to your community, you know, on the ground here in real life. Awesome. This is so affirming. Thank you for sharing your talents with all of us. I appreciate you. Oh my God. I appreciate you too. I wish you so much luck with everything that you do. Thank you. You're welcome. And if you want to put your, uh, you know, your handle, your Instagram handle here, we'll all follow you. And then, you know, we'll be you know, we can be like your first, your first group of followers that, you know, will just be there to like love on you. Right. So if you want to, no pressure. Okay. Here is uh, a question from, we got a mom problem, you guys, and I get it because I'm a mom and sometimes I have mom problems too. So I want to address this question. I have two young adult sons. One is 20 and the other is 18. 
My 20-year-old dropped out of college during the pandemic, and my younger son is frequently in danger of failing out of high school. They are both smart enough to do well, but disengaged. I worry about them, but when I talk to them to emphasize the importance of doing things to transition into adulthood, they threaten to leave and go to their father's house where there is no pressure to go to school, get a job, or do anything. I'd like to ask the cards what energy I should bring to this parenting situation. Oh, that sounds so hard and so frustrating. I mean, I don't know. I I just think back to like, what a little rebel I was, you know, at 18 and 20. I didn't want anyone telling me what to do. And I just didn't believe in my parents. Um, But, you know, that was partly their fault too. (laughs) But, you know, I think about this with my own child because who knows, you know, what challenges he'll have as he gets older. And, you know, he does have, you know, he has another parent that lives in another house. And I think that house is, you know, the house that, uh, is real chill. It's the chill house, right? And I'm not the chill house. So I think about that. So let's see. Let's see. What is the energy, the parenting energy? You know, what is that balance of like showing that you care, you know, um, maybe insisting on some stuff, you know, like a parent does. And then also like, I mean, not to bring my, you know, my 12 step philosophies into this particular space, but there is, you know, they have their own higher power, right? That's what I have to tell myself a lot about my own kids. They have their own higher power. So how do you know they get their own path, they get their own destiny, you know, fill in the blank, call it what you will. But um, what do you do, right? What do you do? What does this, what does our quarant do? And how does she tweak her parenting um, for not only maximum, you know, positive influence on the kids, but also maximum, like, like self-love so that you're not punishing yourself either. Right. Okay. Wow. Okay. So what should the energy be? This is so interesting. Okay. Um, we got three cards here that I picked the very first card, Ace of Swords, a new beginning, a new beginning needs to happen here. You turn it around a little bit and it is it, you know, the swords are how we communicate. But before we communicate something, we have a mental process, right? That's like churning and whirling about and then then we speak, right? So it's it's really a new point of view, a new angle, um, a new, like you have to think about this situation a little differently. Um, I think that that is, is really important. Um, and to a certain extent, you can't control if they go, you know, what they do and they might have to, fall on their face a little bit um, in order to see that you were right, right? Because, oh God, okay, let me just listen to the tarot here, okay? The next card is the Six of Cups. It came up again. It's called Pleasure. It is Sun in Scorpio. I mean, I think that it's really important to also make sure that you're enjoying them and that you guys are spending enjoyable time together, Um, so that, you know, you're not just like the harpy mom and then they go to the other parent's house and it's party time. So like, you know, like that it's, it's so unfair that that's the dichotomy that's setting up that has been set up, but you won't necessarily, you, it's making sure you won't win. Okay. So look at what's actually happening. Right. And, um, make sure that you do, um, have like 
enjoyable time with them. I'm just thinking of, of that. And like, there's something, you know, Scorpio, it's funny that, that the pleasure card is sun in Scorpio because yeah, Scorpio is like pleasure, but Scorpios are also hella intense, right? I see Jasmine with the sun in Scorpio. You guys are intense and a little controlling. And, you know, I say it all with love. I love a Scorpio, but um, it's not just like you're letting go. It's like, you're still monitoring them. It's almost like keep, <laughs> you need to be able to stay on their good side so you can sort of continue to keep them at home, keep them close to you. Your final card is a little concerning. It's the Eight of Cups. It's Saturn in Pisces. And so it is a warning. It's called indolence, right? And that's when we neglect things and they rot. And, I, and that's what you're afraid of, right? You're afraid that these kids are neglecting their lives and their lives are going to rot, okay? You're, and you're afraid that if you neglect your kids, then their lives are going to rot. And, you know, I hear all this boys that age need tough love. Like, I don't know about that. You know, why boys and not girls? Why that age and not other? You know, there's a lot of things in a statement like that that make me ask a question. Um, and we can't know what kind of boys these are. And we can't know exactly what's going on with them. Um, except it seems like they don't believe in life right now. <laughs> right. And like, why the hell should they? I mean, it has been a garbage fire for years. So, you know, what I'm taking away from this is, if, you, if there's a way to really be on their side and let them know you're on their side and like shift your perspective a little bit, um, make sure that you are not, you know, that you don't drop your stance. This isn't about like trying to be like their father and like compete for who's the funnest parents. You know, it's not like that. But I do think you need to bring, make sure you're balancing sternness with brightness. And, um, and I don't know if there's a way you can bring them out into the world and, and show them some stuff that might be inspiring to them that make them want to be part of the world right now and not just like, you know, things that make them want to engage. You know, I think that that's what I, I would do that if I were you. Okay. And, and I'm getting that from the cards as well, you know, because it's like, you do need to change your tactic, but you don't need to give up. I mean, I think the eight of cups is really warning against just like throwing your hands in the air and saying, you know, you guys figure it out. There's something proactive you have to do, but it needs to be like positive proactivity. So instead of being like, I don't like what you're doing, like what kind of shit would they like? Like, what can you expose them to? Um, that's what I'm getting out of this read. I wish you so much luck. That's a really hard position for everybody. Um, and I, you know, I hate that there's no pressure to do anything at their other parents' house. It's like really a bummer. Um, but there's nothing you can do about it. All you can do is provide um, alternatives, exciting alternatives. Okay. Good luck to you. They did enter adulthood at a difficult time. My goodness. All right. Who's got their hands up in the room? Amia. Um, I'm sorry if I'm saying your name incorrectly. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> sorry. My name's Amaya, but you were Amaya, super cool. thank you. <laughs> Um, I did not expect to be called up here. Oh my god! Well, surprise. <laughs> well, what can I help with tonight? I really have a question, but I have, I need a little bit of guidance because okay. I, I just graduated high school and I don't know how to deal with having so much free time. I don't know what the next step is. Yeah. And, um, I'm supposed to be starting school, but not, I don't even know when. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you, um, so are you waiting to learn when, and that's why like the future feels a little like fuzzy? Yeah. I just have never had such an open like schedule and like, it's just super 
I don't know. I feel like I'm going crazy. <laughs> you know, this is like, look at you guys. We're now we're hearing from the youth, right? We just got a, we just got <laughs> this email, you know, this message about the youth. And now here, here we have right in the room, a real live youth um, <laughs> overwhelmed by adulthood and time and space. I, I totally sympathize with you. Um, can you tell me some things that you think about doing? Like things that you're interested in? Like Ooh, even so if it's just like your wildest dreams, okay? I want to get into tattooing. Mm-hmm, okay. And I also want to get into real estate and like aesthetics, like become an esthetician. And I want like, I've had it like really laid out in my mind. I want multiple like streams of income for sure. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just don't know what the next step is or like, you know. (laughs) So I'm picking three cards for you for a tattoo. And now I'm shuffling and I'm asking about real estate and what that looks like for you um, (laughs) to go forward um, with that. Like maybe like apprenticing, interning, shadowing somebody, um, getting your, you know, your own license, of course. But like working with somebody who can show you the ropes a little bit. I'm going to pick three cards for that. And then for aesthetics, which is would probably require some schooling. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, That's what I'm waiting for my, like, that's what (laughs) schooling I'm waiting for. Okay. Are you waiting to see if you get into a place you applied to? Yeah. Okay. Let's see what that looks like. Um, Aesthetics. Okay. And... Yeah. Okay. Picking these cards. So let me see for tattooing what that looks like for you. Adjustment, love, and happiness. Oh my God. Am I a love and happiness? And adjustment, which is really interesting. Can I ask you what sign you are? I'm a Taurus. You're a Taurus. Oh, that's so nice. Okay. So you're by goodness. I was wondering if you were a Libra because there's, you know, the adjustment. Oh, I'm a Libra rising. Oh, okay. Good, good, good. I mean, that adjustment card, it's interesting. It's like, um, it's suggesting to me that like there's, you know, entering into the world of tattooing might feel a little like, um, I mean, when the adjustment card comes, it's like you're really having to balance and weigh pros and cons and figure out like the right path as opposed to the wrong path. And so that's interesting that that's the very first one. So it's like, it does say, it does suggest that, you know, there, it might be a little bit of like an intellectual puzzle of how to like start. But it, once you, if you apply yourself and figure that out, love and happiness. I mean, what could be better than love and happiness? Um, you know, I was thinking like, you know, when I was shuffling, like you can get a tattoo kit, a tattoo starter kit on the Internet, you know, oh, yeah. and you can. Start, yeah. And you can start practicing on fruit. Do you know that? <laughs> I, I actually I did think so about doing that, but I was like a little scared. <laughs> I don't know. What do you? What, what about it feels scary? I don't know. I just feel like I would get like such a unprofessional reputation if I were doing that and real estate like simultaneously. So I also mm. don't know how to balance that. Well, I, this is. I mean, I don't know where you're calling in from, and I know some places obviously are way more conservative than other places. But it seems to me that, like in 2022, like tattoos aren't aren't what they were even in the 90s. They're much more mainstream, and you know, it's very, very possible that your tattooing can be a hobby for a minute or something that you grow slowly while your real estate is. You know what I mean? Like they don't necessarily even need to know each other about each other kind of um but i'm just saying it looks good for you and that's one that's one way to do it another way is to you know start hanging about 
any local tattoo parlors in your area that, that have a good vibe, a good, safe, cool vibe that you like and seeing if they, you know, want, um, you know, somebody to work the front desk. I think a lot of people who are apprentice tattoo folks start by, um, by working in a shop. Right. Right. So, so that looks like a good route for you. Um, now this is very interesting. The route for real estate also looks good. Um, but it also there's something that's hard about it to start. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting because, you know, for the tattoo, that was a little hard to start too. So this might be about like, you just need to like really, the, the motivation's a little bit hard. Um, the very first card that you have for, for real estate is the 10 of swords, which, you know, that's, that's a shitty card. Nobody likes getting that card. It's a hard card, but so, but it's also mental. And again, like the adjustment card, it's a mental card. And so I really want you to think about what's standing in your way mentally. If there are any voices in your head that are like, you can't do that. What are they saying? Why are they saying you can't do it? Write it down, journal about it, make a list. It's false, whatever it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and whatever it is, because it is a 10, I feel like you're probably already a little aware of it. And pretty close to overcoming it because after the 10, you get an ace. So you, you can break out of whatever this sort of like funk you're in around the real estate. Um, and then ace of discs is really amazing, especially for real estate, right? Because it's homes, it's the earth and it's totally ruled by discs. And an ace means a new beginning and a fresh path. And then the final card is the princess of discs. And so she's like on her path, you know, and, it's an earthy path and she's been through a lot. She's like struggled and now she's like free, you know, and she's going to have a baby. So I know, I know it's really nice. Uh, listen, Amaya, like the world is your oyster. I hate to tell you, it looks amazing for you to be an esthetician as well. Um, in fact, the esthetician actually looks like to me, like the best path. And the reason for that is the other two well, real estate looks really good, but you do have that 10 of swords, right? That you have to kind of overcome mm-hmm. and tattooing also looks really good. But the adjustment card is sort of suggesting that there's something that feels a little out of balance around it. But for you to do this, to go to school, to become an esthetician, the very first card is the star, which suggests to me that it's your biggest dream. Is it your biggest dream? <laughs> I mean, it's something I've like wanted for a while. Well, the star is like, I mean, the star is so optimistic and it's so like, I can do this. And it's about like, you know, bringing a big vision down to the earth and helping other people with it. Um, And then right after that, it's the works card, right? Three of discs work, Mars and Capricorn. Like you can, this can be your job, right? This can be your work. And the final card is the nine of discs, which is called gain, which means that like, yes, it will bring you resources. It will bring you money. It will bring you opportunity. It will like bring you a solid and stable place in the world, which as you know, a Taurus probably sounds pretty good to you. Um, I, yeah, I mean, gosh, it's so interesting to have these three kind of really different paths, very open to you right now. I mean, I think it really speaks to that you are at a true crossroads right now. And, you know, you could start off on any of these paths and, um, and, and do really well. I mean, I think that there's a lot of joy and pleasure for you to be found, um, in, in doing, um, tattooing and pursuing that and, you know, getting your real estate. I mean, you, it's going to be a bit of a struggle, but you can do it. Um, and you know, I, I think we all know that that's, you know, a very, it tends to be a lucrative path for people. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think that, 
I, my favorite, if I was going to, as a tarot reader, you know, suggest one of these paths over the others, I would say it's the esthetician path. In the meantime, while you're waiting to see if you get into that school, order a tattoo gun. <laughs> order a tattoo gun from, from the internet and get yourself some grapefruits and start training, start getting familiar with what it feels like to have the gun in your hand, what, what kind of pressure you know, you need to be putting on it. Um, that's how, that's how folks start and start reaching out to people who do tattoo in your, in your region, you know, and see, mm -hmm. see if there's anyone who wants to, you know, let you apprentice with them, um, or shadow them or something, especially like a, another female tattoo artist. I feel like, you know, female tattoo artists are so supportive of other female tattoo artists. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a generalization, but I think that there's some truth to that. So, um, yeah, I would say, Spend your time while you're losing your mind, entertaining yourself with tattoo, and you are going to get into school. And then, you know, you'll be off and running in that direction. And to me, I mean, I don't know, like I, I personally would love a business in my neighborhood that's like a tattoo parlor and like I can get a facial and a tattoo, Ooh, right? So I would love that. That would be so cool. How I envisioned it. <laughs> yes, Amaya. Oh my God, I love this. Can I ask you if you feel comfortable sharing what city you're in? Oh, I'm in, okay. So I I lived in Salt Lake City, Utah. Mm -hmm. And then I actually moved in with my grandparents in a really small town called Tremonton. So having okay. to adjust from like city to like small town has been super weird, but. For sure. And it makes sense why you're like, oh, I can't be too weird. I can't be, you know, yes, my, yes. my interests are too strange. Like that makes sense, but they're not. You're a very normal person. Um, <laughs> <that are worse. laughs> but, um, you know, are, are you going to be doing, are you going to be going to school um, in this small town? Or are you going to be going back to Salt Lake City? Oh no, I have to go to the city to do it. So Good. That is really, really good. Um, yeah. Amaya, Find me on Instagram, the real me. Send me a DM. I can connect you with some cool people in Salt Lake City, okay? Okay, thank you. Very welcome. Good luck to you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Oh my God, the children of the future, you guys. The children of the future. Okay, my, my computer went like blah on me. Okay, I got a new computer and it's doing this thing where like if I just leave it alone for two seconds, it makes me give it it's the password all over again. Ugh, why try me like this computer? Okay, here is, an, okay, this is like a really, this is a long one, you guys, but I think it's a good one. Okay, this came in through my Instagram. Um, okay, I have had a hard time with balance the last couple of years. I'm a lighting designer for theater and assistant technical director at a college. So innately, I'm crazy busy all of the time, even through the pandemic. I have a couple of questions. As a Taurus sun, Libra rising, I feel a strong calling to love and monogamous partnership. With work being so busy, I'm afraid I haven't left enough room to find my person. Is that true? Is there some kind of shift I'm ignoring or is acknowledging my desire for it enough? Secondly, already like this person says, Jasmine, I know, right? Me too. New York City is crazy expensive to live in. So I've had roommates my whole time here. All of them have honestly been good, but I think I'm growing more and more frustrated with having to share space with another person. Totally fair. Um, I have a roommate now who is a friend of mine and things have been going okay, except that the building we're in is pretty old and shitty. What does it look like if we continue to live here another year? Um, okay, what, let me see, what is this? If, uh, what does it look like if I tried to find a place of my own when our lease is up? 
And what does it look like if I live with someone new? Thank you for your time. Oh, you're very welcome. Okay, so I'm doing a shuffle right now on some uh, some info for the love sphere. What's going on with love? Okay, because I can see that you're curious about that, wanting some, some monogamous love. Um, and what are these other questions? Okay, living there for another year in the old and shitty building. <laughs> what does it look like? Um, are there any other buildings other than old and shitty buildings in New York? Besides like penthouse apartments for like billions of dollars. Isn't it like one or the other? Okay. What does it look like if you find, try to find a place of your own when your lease is up? Okay. What does that look like? Okay. Place of your own. What a dream. It's possible. It's not impossible. And what does it look like if you live with someone new? Okay. All right. Just to mix it up. Right. All right. So let me pull these cards. Love. The love sphere. We have the Four of Cups, Luxury, okay? We have the Princess of Cups, and we have the Fool. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you are ready for love. You might, you know, you might not. The Four of Cups is, like, unsure, okay? It's, like, emotionally, like, not sure. Um, it wants it so badly, but it's scared, right? It's Moon and Cancer. Say no more. So, listen, I think you need to um, make a list of everything around romance and love, partnership, um, and monogamy and all of that, that you are afraid of. Okay. What are your fears? We all have fears around romance, don't we? No matter where we are in it, we all have fears. So make a fears list, confront your fears. That's what the princess of cups wants you to do. Um, you really are ready. You just like, there's just little tiny blockage. You've got to get rid of it. And then boom, the fool card, put yourself out there. Okay. Like has your work been blocking you, yeah, maybe actually, maybe so. It's just, you know, been taking up so much of your time and your attention. But I think you can definitely, um, cancer's big, big time tonight. Yes, cancer is present big time tonight. Um, you can definitely put more energy into romance. And I think it will, it will uh, pay you back <laughs> for it. Okay. Um, there will be, the fruits of your labor will be seen. Now, let me look at this housing problem. Okay. Living there another year, okay, it's going to be hard for you. It is old and shitty. You've got the Prince of Swords, and the Prince of Swords is just like, this isn't working, you guys. This is old and shitty. <laughs> but then your next card is the Three of Wands, and especially in the top deck, I love the Three of Wands. It's, you know, Sun and Aries. It's virtue. It's just like, this is what is the right thing to do right now. And then that's followed by the Ace of Discs, right? Another really nice um another another really nice card here wait i just i need to see something um oh <laughs> thank you for the um for the advice on how to take care of a computer you guys thank you cat <laughs> you guys are truly the best um all right so yeah you could definitely live there for another year um it actually looks really good but i want to see with that virtue card it's hard to top it but let's see what if you when the lease is up you try to find your a place of your own oh gosh Oh, it looks very hard. Strife and futility, okay? Strife and futility, but then followed by the emperor. What the hell? It looks like um, when your lease is up, here's what I would say. If your lease is up and you go month to month and you can and you can like give yourself a lot of time to find a place, then you should do it, right? Because it's not going to be easy. The strife card, the futility card, it is not going to be easy. But the emperor is king of his castle. And that's what you're talking about. Being here is king of your castle. So I do believe you can find a place, but you just need to make sure that um, you give yourself ample time because it is going to be hard. Um, and what if you live with someone new? What does that look like? 
no, don't do it. You're over it. You're over it. You could possibly do it um, almost impulsively. Um, you know, let me tell you what the cards say. You got the 10 of cups, satiety. It's over it. It's bored. It's the end. It's the end of, you know, the suit of cups and you have come to the end. Um, and then you, and then on the other side, you know, that's the first card. The last card is the moon, right? So it's just like, oh, no, no, you know? And then in the middle, you have the knight of wands. So it's so interesting. It's like, there's somebody who wants to live with you. Um, there's somebody that you might already be thinking about. I could see you impulsively. If, if you're that kind of person, you know, you only know if this rings true. I could imagine you a little impulsively living with someone, but you're, you're, you're over it. You are over it, my friend. So this is what the tarot says. Here is your in summary. Um, make a fears list about romance. And then like, I don't know, go on a dating site or something. You know, it's what people do. It's where I met my fiance. Embrace it. I don't know. Or something. Ask friends to hook you up with someone. Ask someone out you got the, your eye on. Do something proactive. It's the fool. Um, as far as your housing, you don't want to stay there for another year, but you can. And maybe, maybe you should, or, you know, wait, wait till that lease goes, is up and, and goes month to month and take your time finding a place. It is going to be hard, but you do want to live alone. Okay. Live alone. Um, that's what the cards want for you. All right. Oh my God. There's like a cancer party happening in the chat right now. Listen, I just want to say, if you are joining in late and you're like, where the hell am I? <laughs> what is this room? You are in Ask the Tarot. It's a tarot room. I pull tarot cards for, for everyone, including you. Um, if you want to listen to back episodes of this, you can. Just go to Spotify, search for Your Magic. That's my podcast. You might also like that. And in that feed, you'll also find back episodes of Ask the Tarot. Okay, let's see. Who's in the room? Who's got their hand up? Sabrina. How may I help you, Sabrina? Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Cool. Um, well, you know, what, what is your question? Um, okay. So I'm going to try to make it kind of quick, but I basically got um, accepted into graduate school. So I'm going to be starting grad school online in August. Oh my um, God, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. So um, I'm going to be studying um, what's called behavior analysis. I work with a lot of kids that have autism. So um, yeah. I wanted to kind of get some more education in that field and then kind of progress from where I'm at right now. Okay. Um, my question is my boyfriend and I have been together for seven years now and we're kind of like getting to the point where we're like, okay, we both want to get married. Like we both want to move out of this house. <laughs> we want to be done with like our families and just kind of separate ourselves. Um, but I've been thinking a lot lately, like I just don't know like if the timing is right for us to like kind of jump on that and start thinking about that now that I'm going to be starting grad school in a few months or if we should wait. So that's something that, that's been weighing on my mind and I just can't seem to like do a reading for myself. So I guess my question is like, do we jump on it and kind of like start thinking about getting married soon, even though I'm going to be starting grad school? Or is this something that I should wait to do until I'm done? Okay. So I just did all that shuffling. Once I got the gist of what you were asking, I just, here's three cards now on, on doing it right now. No time like the present, just doing it. And now I'm shuffling for what does it look like for you guys to wait and, you know, until after, um, you know, after you're out of grad school, maybe you guys can get engaged in the meantime and just sort of spend time daydreaming, but not, you know, feeling the pressure to actually have to I don't know, do a wedding, you know, um, maybe you'd be able to do one that is more elaborate or, you know, 
you'll have more time to put into, you know, whatever kind of wedding you want to be if you do wait. Um, but I can hear that you're, you're ready. <laughs> okay. So for doing, oh, geez. Okay. Okay. Yes. Oh my God. Wow. You really want to wait, Sabrina. I'm so sorry. I'm such an impulsive person. I have a Sag stellium and I'm like, do it now. Go to the Elvis Chapel in Vegas and tie the knot this weekend, you know, but the, the tarot is absolutely saying not to do that for doing it now. Um, the centerpiece card is the tower. Okay. And I just think that, um, you know, it's, <laughs> and again, I know the tower is transformation, but you know, it's also painful and we don't necessarily, you know, have to choose the tower in the hard way in order to grow always. Okay. Um, the very first card you have is the Knight of swords and that's the energy of like, yes, we're doing it. Yes, we're doing it, you know, full speed ahead. Um, it's, you know, it, it's kind of clear skies. It's kind of cloudy skies, but there's a lot of energy in that card. So that's, you know, fun. But then there's the tower right after that. Your final card is the Knight of Discs, okay? And it's the only knight who, uh, you know, unlike the swords, this knight, his horse is not moving. He's the only knight whose horse is not moving. So um, the way, the vibe I'm getting from this is that, your feelings or your suspicion that it might be too much with grad school is actually correct. And, you know, you might kind of start, you know, roaring towards it and then hit whatever that tower is, these, these problems that might feel very surprising. Um, and, and then you end up stopping like that night of discs. Okay. Now I do want to tell you for waiting, it's beautiful. Okay. And it's like the beautiful energy that I want you to have for your wedding. The first card that came up, it's so funny. It's the prudence card. Okay. Prudence. Oh my God. Discs, eight of discs, Virgo. It's like, this is the, um, this is the cautious way. This is the careful way. We are not going to the Elvis chapel. We are going to plan this out. We're going to do it right. We're going to take our time. Um, we're going to wait till we have like, you know, a lot more time to devote to this. And then you get the victory card, right? Jupiter and Leo. Oh my God, what's more romantic? Jupiter and Leo. Leo is the sign of romance. Uh, Jupiter brings gifts. And then your final card, fortune, the wheel of fortune. So ah, I love it. Invite me to your wedding. This looks beautiful. You guys are going to get married. Maybe oh my God, I really will. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this looks really nice, Sabrina. I, I, this looks beautiful. Um, it does look, and you know, will your life completely fall apart if you try to get married right now? I don't know, maybe not, but we're asking the tower for like yes and no energy. And it's giving us a really strong no with that tower card. So I would listen yeah. to it. And it's giving us a really strong yes with that beautiful wheel of fortune. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I really needed to hear that because I'm a really impulsive person too. So I think if if I felt like doing it, I would just do it. But this is like a, a big sign for me to wait. And I would rather have that happy ending. <laughs> right. You want that happy ending and you want like a, that big fun wedding instead of having to like rush it, you know, while you're a little stressed and preoccupied. It'll just be better if you wait. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. I you're appreciate welcome. it. You're welcome. Bye bye. Oh, my God. I love weddings. You guys, you guys, I'm getting married in 30 days. OK, I can't even believe it that it's that close. It's really wild. Um, all right. So yes, you guys, if you want me to call on you, raise your hand. I'll call on you. Um, I can't get to everyone. I wish I could. Maybe one day I'll just totally like exhaust myself and do like a 24 hour, like <laughs> something insane, but thanks for the congrats, Jasmine. All right. I have this really cool question that came in. I want to get to I used to do stand up comedy before the pandemic and I had mild successes in my small town. 
I moved down to SoCal at the start of 2020 to like figure out if I could mimic that success in a bigger area. But since the pandemic, I haven't performed. Now clubs are opening up and I keep thinking I should get back into it, but I'm having a weird hesitation and fear around it. I wanted to ask what it looks like if I start doing open mics again. I have this weird pipe dream of like maybe becoming a coach and or using comedy to help people like motivational comedy. Oh my God. I'm not sure if this hesitation is like my own hang up or like maybe this isn't the path I need to take. Um, okay. I love this question. So first I'm picking on getting back on the horse, you know, those, those laughs that you'll get. I've, I've done stand-up comedy, not for a long time, but I've done it a little bit. Um, and those laughs build confidence, right? Getting back up there will build your confidence, I think, but we'll see if it's your path. You know, the, um, the, the tarot will tell you if it's your path or not. Kelsey, thanks for the congrats. Um, if it's for me, <laughs> and if it's not, thank you for being kind. Okay, and now let's see, what does it look like for you to pursue this sort of like life coach merging of, you know, motivational comedy? It's really interesting. There's a couple of different ways I'm imagining that. Like one is you have you have clients and you use comedy with them. And then... Well, I don't, I guess I don't know. And I'm like, are you going to do it in public and be kind of like a comedic Tony Robbins, but like not a scumbag? Um, or are you going to have private clients and use humor in your dealing with them? Either way, we'll just see if it, we'll just draw on, you know, that, that merging, however, whatever form it takes. So for you to get back into the open mics, yes, you should do it. The centerpiece card in this three-card reading is the Ace of Swords, okay? That's like a new beginning. Oh, that was for me. Thank you, Kelsey. Um, it's a new beginning. And again, it's like, it's it's the swords, right? And like comedy is ruled by swords. Performance, talking into microphones, talking to other people, it's ruled by the swords. So I love that. That is you starting again. And, you know, is it going to be intimidating? Yes. You should not wait until you're not intimidated to do it. You should accept that it's going to be intimidating and do it anyway. And the reason I'm saying that is your other two cards. One is the peace card, peace of mind, two of swords, okay? And the other is the prudence card. You know, that that card that just came up, it's the eight of discs. It's sun and Virgo. You know, Virgo can be a perfectionist. It could really be a feeling of like, well, I want everything to be perfect before I do it. Like, I want this to happen first. I want to know that. And it's like, you know, pick a, um, an open mic that feels really good. I mean, definitely like, don't be all willy nilly, you know, like honor that this is, you know, you're pushing yourself and you feel rusty and you feel intimidated or whatever, whatever the appropriate emotions are. Honor that by like really taking care of like putting a good set together, right? It's like your best bit, get your best bit ready, your best little set, pick a great open mic, like do that work, like make sure you love what you're wearing, like really prep for it. And just kind of like know that, you know, there's no doing it except to do it right now. This like motivational comedy thing, I'm not seeing it in the cards for you. Um, you got some pretty gnarly cards for that path. The first one, you know, is disappointment. Okay. Which like enough said it's, you know, it's, there's, you know, whatever you might be thinking it could be, it seems like maybe it's actually not able to reach that height, right? The next card is the death card, right? Which is a loss card, but then it's followed by the oppression card, 10 of wands, which is the, why did I think I wanted to do this? <laughs> I don't think this is exactly your path, but I do think comedy is your path. Um, and I just think that 
you know, you're, you are rusty, really honor what you've been through with like being off stage and, 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 you know, surviving the pandemic and having your momentum totally stopped. Like how lousy to have like, you know, earned this success in your town and like taken that glow to the big city and then boom, you get shut down. What is life? Giovanni, thank you. Ball is life. Okay, sure. I mean, I'm glad you figured out what it is for you. But, you know, I really do ask what is life all the time. Um, but for you, Querent, I think comedy is life, okay? And what direction that will take for you, who knows? But the motivational comedy might not be it, according to the tarot. All right, let's see. Who do we got here? Whose hand is up? Jordan, you are on. Hello, Jordan. Hi. Um, okay, so I do have a question. Uh, I've been in a relationship with the same person for about four years and there wasn't really a lot of motion moving forward and after a while I started to think that we were really different people so I ended things about a month ago okay. and out of the blue he's come um, on bended knee asking like telling me everything I've ever wanted to hear and willing to make all the changes but I don't really believe him so oh. I was kind of hoping for some insight <laughs> Oh my God. Oh no. Oh no. What a blessing and a curse to get that, um, to have that experience. Okay. So first I'm going to shuffle. What does it look like if you believe him? Okay. What, what does it look like if you're like, okay, you know, uh, you've lived without me for a month and you have felt the pain of not being able to bask in my glory and now see that it's worth, you know, getting your shit together or whatever. And I mean, maybe, you know, maybe that that could be really sincere. What if you trust him? We're going to pick some cards on that. Oh, my God. You know, I had this happen to me. I was like, I, I, I had a relationship end and I pined quietly all by myself after somebody. And then finally, they like did that thing where they sent me the letter and it said everything that I wanted to hear. And I like cried and we got back together. And guess what? They were the same what? asshole that they were before they wrote the letter. Yes. It was all the same shit. It was like, I'm going to do therapy. And it's like, uh, I guess you're still not in therapy, huh? Mm, okay. But, you know, I do feel like it was the, to my situation. Oh, God. I mean, uh, it's, I really feel for like how that um, bended knee energy must have hit you. Because I know I was really touched by it. But, you know, so what does it look like if you're like, you know something? I just don't believe in this. And I'm going to continue walking away and, you know, look elsewhere you know, for, for my romantic hijinks, what does it look like if you're like, thank you, but no, thank you. Um, okay. So trusting this person. Oh, does not look that great. Oh boy. This is really, this looks hard. Is there a middle ground? I wonder, because listen, for, for trusting him and being like, okay, you have the ace of swords, right? Which is okay. New beginning. Let's do this. Like a new, a new beginning and a fresh start. You expressed something new to me. So I'm going to, I'm going to listen to that and I'm going to move forward with you. But then you immediately hit the 10 of cups, which is satiety, which is like same old, same old, like, whoa, like immediately plateauing, you know? And then it's the devil. And it's like, I do not like the devil card for this. Like the devil card is not about like hot sex and a good time in this situation. The devil is like, oh, here I am bound back to this you know, this person, this relationship, this dynamic, but not going towards him also looks really hard. You have the eight of cups, which is indolence, which is neglect. So it's really interesting that it's like, yeah, you would be neglecting him, I guess, but it's like the tarot is saying that 
maybe that's a little sad for some reason. And then the nine of swords, which is the cruelty card. Um, and then the, and then the knight of swords, which is like, I guess, moving, moving on and moving past it. Is there a, is there a, a way that you can sort of feel it out without committing? Yeah. I really do like want to be his friend still because he is a good person and he does deserve like to have somebody with him that knows him through this process. I just don't think that romantically it's a good idea, but I feel like it's a really messy gray area. For real. Yeah. I'm going to shuffle right now and see what does it look like if you extend yourself as a friend with boundaries, right? Like you're going to have to figure, you're going to have to have boundaries, right? And, and it's, it's on, and you're going to have to know what those boundaries are for you and you'll have to um you know once you like state them you're gonna have to protect them but what does that look like that looks good that looks good that looks really good i'm like there's gonna be something better than you know you can't have too bad usually in a tarot reading when both options are bad um sometimes life just sucks <laughs> but also you know sometimes there's just a middle ground that we're not seeing so it's interesting it's like for, for being his friend, the first card is completion, four of wands. So it's really important to be like, we are only friends now, right? We are only friends now like that. There can't be any mixed messages and you really need to figure out what your boundaries are to be able to uphold that. And then you get the nine of discs, which is gain, which is like, oh, stronger together, like good friendship, good, like whatever you get from being his friend, it's real, whatever he gets from your friendship and your support, it's real. Um, and then you get the love card. So does this mean you find your way back to each other in a cautious um, and kind of self-protective way? Maybe. Or it just means that you guys, you know, transition into a very true friendship. But either way, it looks like the path, you know? Uh, it doesn't look good for you to just be like, okay, sure, let's try it again. And it also, you know... <laughs> Giovanna, I don't believe in a friendship with an ex either, but this is what the tarot is saying. So <laughs> there are people who are friends with their exes, right? Um, and so it, and it sounds like something you're open to, Jordan, because you feel like, you know, you know that you're a great, you could be a good friend to him. Um, but I just, I think that is the path for you. And it's, the, it's also not only is it just like a nice path to like um, honor who you are to each other, you know, and your history and stuff. But it looks like, you know, if you if you guys are ever going to get back together, this is the way to do it. You know, this is definitely the way to do it. Wow, that's surprising to me, actually. I didn't think it was going to be. I've drawn my own cards a couple of times. I get the eight of cups constantly. So oh, I'm really? always just like walking away. It's OK. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's really interesting. What, what are you asking when you get that eight of cups? I'm also just asking like what the next little bit of my life is going to look like, like this time period, because I had already made the decision that it was over. Um, so I was kind of moving on that. I wouldn't expect him to come back and be like, oh, this was the worst mistake I've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope that, you know, you let, you know, your ego enjoy that. Um, but, you know, you are, in, I mean, you are still walking away from the, you know, the relationship, the romantic relationship. Like this is about, allowing a friendship to happen, right? Um, that's what the path looks like. So it really does look like you still being a free agent, being out there in the world, you know, like being your own person, being single. And if they can't handle that, you know, then they can choose to like not be your friend, you know? But um, 
Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. I think that's probably what's going to end up happening now that I think about it. <laughs> okay. Well, good luck with it. It looks, it look, it does look really nice. It looks like a happy ending, whereas the other ones don't look that happy. Okay. Thank you so much for all your help. I really appreciate it. Uh, my pleasure. Have a great night. You too. All right, you guys. It's time for me to go downstairs and make some scones. Just what I feel like doing tonight. Um, again, if you have questions for the tarot, um, send them to me at Michelle Tease, T-E-A-Z, on Instagram, okay? And I'll put them in my, you know, 34-page tarot document, and I'll get to it as soon as I can. And Giovanni, you're a real flirt. There's an after party in Giovanni's room. So, you know, you don't you don't have to leave green room. You just can't stay here, my friends. Um, if you do want more green room, go to Spotify, look for your magic. That is my, you know, podcast, which you might enjoy. And you can find back episodes of Ask the Tarot. They're very fun to listen to. I will be here again next Thursday. And I'm going to be broadcasting live from Knoxville, Tennessee, y'all. That's where I'm going to be next week. So I'll be there. And uh, I have to remember the time difference. And uh, and we can do this all over again. And please remember, I will never contact you on Instagram and ask you if you want a tarot reading and neither will anyone else. So be be very smart um, while, while navigating the world of scammers on Instagram, okay? And uh, thanks for welcoming me to the South, Jasmine. I'll keep that in my pocket for when my plan lands, lands there on Monday. And good night, everyone. Hello, friends. Remember to catch Ask the Tarot live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom. Join me for a journey through the cycles of life, love, and aspiration in real time. Just download the Spotify Greenroom app, sign up for free, or use your Spotify login to join the conversation. You'll be able to hear live readings, meet really interesting people, and even ask questions of your own. Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Ask the Tarot live every Thursday.